0: Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Maybe there is no corner of the world where great music is not springing forth from the soil and the people of the region, but there seems to be a special amount of it around the eastern side of Michigan. If you're a regular Song of the Soul listener, you've heard many such musicians, and I stumbled on a particular rich vein of it among a group of friends called the Yellow Room Gang. Today we will be talking to the final member of that musical gold mine. Her name is Kitty Donahoe, and I'm sure you'll fall in love with her music just as I have. But before I get her on the phone, this is your final invitation to go to nordenspiritradio.org and fill out our Better Know a Listener survey. We want to know you, and to entice you to spend the minute or two filling it out, we'll enter you in a drawing for your choice of either $25 or some fine Norton Spirit Radio swag, a t-shirt and a tote bag, and some CDs of music by Norton Spirit Radio guests. Again, this is your last chance, so go to Nordenspiritradio.org, fill out the listener survey, and get ready to have your heart and ears filled by the wonderful music and lyrics of Katie Donahoe on the phone with us from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Kitty, thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul.
1: Totally my pleasure. Glad to be
0: here. David Tamulovich told me that you are the last person of the Yellow Room gang that I haven't interviewed How did you slip through my fingers all these years?
1: Well, you know, I I remember, I mean, I'm not really great at promoting myself, which is my downfall. But I know over time, like, conversations have come up in meetings, and I know that you've talked to Annie, and you've talked to Jan, and then they would say, oh, you need to call this guy. And I'd kind of make a little note of it, and then, you know, those notes disappear. And just sort of, it wasn't intentional, just kind of like, oh, yeah.
0: Well, I'm so glad that we're finishing up. By having interviewed all of the members of the Yellow Room Gang, I now get a frequent flyer or something to <laughs> Ann Arbor or Detroit or something.
1: Or at least a CD. I'm sure <laughs> you can <get> a CD. <laughs> or maybe even all of the CDs.
0: Let's say a few words for listeners who haven't been exposed to my other interviews with Yellow Room Gang folks. Mm-hmm. How did it start? How did you get involved with that group of miscreants?
1: Well, I was actually there from the very beginning and it's because Jan was working for David Tambielevich who, you know, is, is a, a booking agent in a management agency and she was just helping him out and she had this idea. She just felt like You know, hey, we should have like a monthly meeting of of all of us who are writing songs around here. So she recruited me and then I think Annie was next. And we literally, David's living room is so tiny that there's only room for the eight of us. So when we have a full house, it's kind of a big deal. And other people have wanted to come on board, and there just literally is no room. So unless somebody decided they were moving away or didn't want to do it anymore, I think this is what we're going to be, or or this this eight of us. But we've become such good friends and really love each other. And we do a group show maybe twice a year maximum, always at the ARC at the beginning of January. That's our big group show, but sometimes we manage to get another one in there. But it's really fun. To, I think it's good for an audience to see how different we all are from each other as writers because we all have our own thing that we do and yet we really like to support each other. So we play backup instruments, we sing harmonies, it, it's a, and we have fun, you know. So it's turned out to be a really, I mean, a lot more than just like a songwriting group somehow. We, we're, we're like a committed little bunch of people, creatives, and you know, it's really fun.
0: An extended family of sorts, of mm-hmm. uh, of the cousins you really like.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you mentioned the Ark. I think that's in Ann Arbor, if I'm not mistaken.
1: It is, right yeah. downtown. It's, It's actually one of the oldest, if not the oldest, continuously running folk venues out there. There's probably one or two that are older, but it's been around for, I think, 40 years.
0: Again, it's through that group that I got to know of you, but you have your own history with music. One of Mm -hmm. the ones I was delighted to see was that you used to perform with a group, you and Jan Christ and Claudia Schmidt together were the biddies. I'm not sure if I'm permitted to use the word the biddies anymore. I'm afraid I might become a target of the Me Too movement if I use it. Is that why it went defunct?
1: Oh, no, no, no. Uh, we were together for a couple of years. Logistically, it just got to be kind of hard. Jan moved from Michigan to Indiana. Claudia, well, she went to Minnesota, and I think she's out east now. But we it was just the logistics were harder and harder to practice, let alone to actually go out and do gigs. And as the way of most of those things, eventually we just kind of went our separate ways. But you know, it was very fond memories, though.
0: Other subsets, you and Jan and Annie Caps together are sweethearts of the Yellow Room. And for a while, you were part of something called Pub Domain.
1: Oh, yeah, Pub Domain. That was the first real Irish band that I was in, and that's been several years now when I lived in East Lansing, Michigan, which is south of Ann Arbor, about an hour and I was just there playing music and uh, kind of hooked up with some other people, and we were a, actually a good band, a good sort of high energy. Then we had drums, we had two fiddles, we had some plugged-in instruments, and so we did a lot of a combination of things that, like tunes and then even some Pogue stuff and that I had banging kind of stuff there. and and then it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, it was a good band. A good, good way to really kind of increase my backup playing was to, like, be in that position. And you, you learn how to hear changing chords when you're playing Irish music and how to do rhythms and all of that kind of thing. So that was very helpful for that experience.
0: I noticed Kitty that you don't seem to speak with an Irish brogue, although I think you're ethnically you're Irishly heavily influenced. Is that a mm-hmm. correct way of saying it? And and non Catholic Irish, so that that means you know, like Northern Ireland?
1: Well, that's kind of the big mystery, both of my parents. Families came from Ireland, and but I'm third generation. You know, I I would feel very ungenuine if I sang with an Irish accent, which you know some people do. But I I just kind of have a thing about that because I'm Irish American. I'm not from Ireland, but the music I love. And my mom's family came over during the potato famine from Drogheda, which is north of Dublin, and that would have been like the 1850s. And we thought that's where my father's family was from, but it's been a bit of a mystery. It's been hard to track down his particular link. But the Irishness, I think, is pretty clear on both sides of the family.
0: You mentioned already the siturn, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people will not know. Could you describe it?
1: Yeah. Siturn is a member of the mandolin family, but it's much bigger than like the standard smaller mandolin, which has eight strings and the cittern has 10. And a lot of people think it's a bazooki, but it's not that either, which is also a part of the mandolin family. It's kind of its own thing, and there are not that many people around that play a saturn. And I borrowed one from a friend to do a recording somewhere, and I loved it. But basically, there's not too many people that really do play the saturn.
0: But fortunately, Kitty Donahoe is one of them. That's one of the reasons that she's a special gift to have here today. The other reason from my point of view, Kitty, is I love your lyrics and I love your singing. You just warm my heart. And I was sharing your music with my wife last night and she had the same reaction. There's just this great sadness that I'm not getting you down to the Friends General Conference Gathering, which will be held in Toledo in the beginning of July. For some reason, I've screwed up and not fit you into my schedule, and I think I may have to go to my deathbed with the grief, you know?
1: (laughs) I'm sure we can connect somewhere along the way.
0: Do get us started with your Song of the Soul. What would you like to share first?
1: Well, since you had mentioned every small thing, I think that might be a good place to start.
0: Well, tell us about the song. I Certainly, I love it and know it. It's been playing in my dreams all along, in part because it's such a deep, serious song, and it's also got this wonderful humor in it. I have a feeling that you're exactly the kind of person I would love to share humor with.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, some songs, as any songwriter I think would tell you, some just write themselves right away. You know exactly what it's going to be about, and it kind of finishes itself. That song, Every Small Thing, I kind of felt like I wanted to write a song about the smaller blessings in life, but I wasn't sure quite how to approach it. And you know, when I actually dig in and start writing a song after it's done, I can't quite remember what it felt like to be writing it. I, I'm so immersed in it, I think. And that's actually one of my favorite songs that I've written. I really I think it's special, and I think it's very much me. But also that my mom was studying classical piano and operatic singing when she got married and had eight kids, and that kind of went out the window, but she would play classical music on the piano. My dad got rid of our television one day and bought her a piano instead, and it was in the living room, <laughs> and I would fall asleep at night hearing her play piano, and I, I think I was probably about 10 or 11 when I went to my first sleepover, and I, I remember her parents were downstairs watching television, and I said, well, when's your mom going to play piano? she didn't know (laughs) what I was talking about. So, and I think for me, I think I have a certain sense of classical phrasing and classical melody that I think just sort of infiltrated from those years, because I've never really studied classical anything myself. But I think the little sort of thing at the end, almost classical ending, was my idea. And fortunately, David Mosher, who's a brilliant musician, he was able to pull it off. But to me, that's kind of it. It's almost got this. Classical kind of vibe to it Which to me works well with the song And and yeah, those little tweaks of humor In there are, because life isn't all serious And bad days don't last forever And all that kind of thing
0: Not everybody can go with the humor And Kitty, you do it beautifully, delightfully And with deep heart In the song, Every Small Thing By Kitty Donahoe A blessing on this
2: Finds beneath a gathering sky Clouds that skate across the distant hills The hollow where the foxes lie The hawk that wheels toward her helpless prey Snow that melts to maddening mud We're slowly turning to warmth again A reckoning of birth and blood With storms that rage and take the by Greening trees that bend and fight Rain that falls and pools all night And washes my garden away From the waking marshes to the blackbird I'm moving Blessings on every small thing For this is the coming of spring This is the coming of spring
0: our guest here today for song of the soul every small thing she started out with the showstopper that's i think that's probably a, a bad metaphor or something the showstopper that you start with i <laughs> that could be a short program okay we're done for song of the Soul. It, it it's a beautiful beautiful song kitty Thank you. and folks it's from her recording northern border from 2008 her website is kittydonahoe.com, Donaho, D-O-N-O-H-O-E, and the link is on northernspiritradio.org. Almost no one spells Northern Spirit Radio wrong. It's kind <laughs> of safe to send them via here. My wife is of more German heritage. I'm more of Irish, uh, British Isles mutt, certainly. When we argue or talk, she's also got a kind of introvert culture on her side of the family, But one line made me think, this woman is authentic, Irish." She says, we both know that I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) Is that characteristically Kitty Donahoe?
1: Oh, sort of. You know, I mean, it is kind of. It's it's just if you're in a relationship with somebody and, you know, you're squabbling about something, and basically you can either go on and on or we can accept the fact that I'm right and you're wrong and, you know, move (laughs) on. So.
0: This song feels extremely spiritually rooted to me. Could you talk a little bit about, I don't know, maybe the spiritual truths that are at your base that make this song possible?
1: I grew up in a large non-Catholic Irish family, and we kind of dabbled in a number of different churches. We went to the Congregational Church, the Methodist Church very short time in a Baptist church. But I I, I get a sort of a feel, a sense, almost like a smell when I think about that song and going to church. It's sort of, in fact, the middle verse is about going into a church because I'm wiped out and this guy behind me is singing really nice and loud and totally off key. I mean, that happens. That's a part of that sort of community of of human beings. And more than once that has happened to me. And I I just want to block my ears, but of course you can't because you're sitting there around a bunch of other people. But it's just the whole beingness of being a human being and alive in this world.
0: Is that a thing that you're likely to do in that second verse? And again, this is from an album that came out in 2008.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Is that a thing that you're likely to do when you need some tranquility, go sit in a church somewhere?
1: Yeah, sometimes I do. And there's plenty around here, you know, in Ann Arbor. And sometimes I just like to go sit in the quiet and just meditate, basically, you know, just think about things and get out of the noise for a while.
0: I grew up catholic and I don't go to catholic church haven't for whatever 40 years or something mm-hmm. but I still have a positive association going into a catholic church and you know light those little votive candle mm-hmm. things and sit in mostly darkness and in otherness uh, mm-hmm. it takes me out of the daily world is that the kind of church you're likely to go sit in or is it I think there's all different flavors
1: yeah, there are. And, you know, in Ann Arbor, there's, I mean, most of them are open pretty much all the time. And there's one that I go to sometimes. It's just beautiful. It is a Methodist church, but it's a beautiful setting. It's huge glass windows overlooking a woods and like kind of like a little berm that, that kind of dives off into. So you're you're actually looking at the tops of the trees there. And it's, I love it there. It's just really peaceful and quiet. And I mean, yeah, sure, there are different, you know, some churches are small and they're cinder block and they're not magical in that typical sense of the word, but there is a sense of you can just sit and just be and just kind of drink it in, I think.
0: Well, what I want to drink in right now is some more of your music. So <laughs> let's continue along your Song of the Soul Path. Where to okay. next?
1: Okay. You know, I think maybe Thought I Knew would be next.
0: <laughs> that almost sounded like a comment. I thought I knew which song I was going to do next. but
1: I thought I knew what love was, actually, is
0: what that, that song is. So this song is from back around 2001 is when it came out on this mm-hmm. road tonight. Mm-hmm. You thought you knew what love is, and now you know, finally?
1: Well, you know, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure. Um,
1: but... That was actually based on a a relationship that, you know, after I was divorced, it was my first relationship after that, and it was quite an eye-opener for me. It was a a big learning experience for me, which I won't go into a lot, but it spurred the song because this person wasn't what I thought he was at all, and I felt a little bit like I thought I knew what love was, I thought I knew what I was getting into, maybe not.
0: That sounds a good intro to Thought I Knew by Kitty Donahoe, here today for Song of the Soul. Kitty Donahoe sure knows how to play my heart strings, and she does it with that song, Thought I Knew. Kitty Donahoe joins us from Ann Arbor, Michigan, where she lives. She's, amongst other things, part of the Yellow Room Gang, which is... Uh, the best kind of gang I've ever met. (laughs) (laughs) I've interviewed all the other members, and she is now rounding out the number of eight of them who are part of that group here Mm -hmm. by being here today for Song of the Soul. Thought I knew, again, about love and authenticity, of course. How long were you married, Kitty? 20 years. So you had 20 years in one relationship, and then you go out in the field and you have to rediscover dating and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, thing. yeah, uh, which is never a fun thing at all.
0: The chorus really intrigued me. The reason that I like this in particular is baptize me beneath the sky. I have a sense of connecting with the greater universe. Mm-hmm. You're living in Ann Arbor, which is a pretty decent-sized city, but are you a nature girl too?
1: Yeah, I am. I mean, I, you know, I love to go for walks. I have a garden. I love to walk without, I can't even imagine walking with the earbuds in and you're listening to a playlist. That just has no appeal to me at all. It's all about being out there and hearing birds and just smelling trees and that kind of thing. So in that regard, yeah, definitely. You know, Ann Arbor feels like a small town to me. It's not really much of a city. I mean, it is a city, but I live kind of on the outskirts a bit and I like that. I like to sit in my backyard and just look at the trees.
0: I do want to remind listeners we are just speaking with Kitty Donahoe today for Song of the Soul. This is Northern Spirit Radio production website, northernspiritradio.org. You want to find a link to Kitty. Come by on my site, because then you don't have to remember that there's an E after the O at the end of Donahoe. And <laughs> Don, KittyDonahoe.com is her website. And there's connections with all of our guests for the last 13 years on Nordenspiritradio.org. There's place for comments, two-way communications, the best. I'd like to hear from you. And right now we have our Better Know Your Listener survey going on. It's ending up in just another week or two. So please go to org, Fill out that and you'll be entered in our drawing for either $25 or some northern spirit radio swag a t-shirt a tote bag and some music so please and if you're really lucky maybe kitty will send me a cd and say you can include this in the survey <laughs> rewards you'll we, have to we remind could have some real are. riches. <laughs> we'll have some real riches for you And there's also on our website a donate button. This is full-time work, and the way it's supported is exclusively by listener donations. We don't want to sell out to the corporations. We don't want to be doing government jumping through hoops. We want you, the listeners, to help us decide what goes on. So please contribute when you come. Even more important, though, I'd say is local community radio stations. At this point, I think uh, six corporations own some 90, 95% of the media in the USA. That's crazy. And it means that just six organizations are controlling what music, what news gets to your ears. Your community radio station provides an alternative for that. And so please start by supporting them. We need alternative media so desperately in this country right now more than ever. And you're part of that alternative world. I mean, folk music isn't the big draw it was. You said over 40 years you've been doing Mm -hmm. this. Did you used to be the hottest item on the (laughs) menu? Oh, I I
1: don't think so. Not exactly. But you know, there was definitely a place for me and what I did. And I had kids fairly early. So the years that I maybe would have spent on the road, I spent at home primarily so that there's a price you pay for everything. But it has certainly changed.
0: You had kids early on. How many kids do you have? Are they local? Uh, do they show up at your doorstep regularly? No,
1: no. I have two kids, a son and a daughter. and My son is out near Portland, Oregon, and my daughter is in Chicago, and that's about a four-and-a-half-hour drive from me. So, you know, I, I don't get to see them too often. I am going to Oregon to see my family in a couple of weeks, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, and speaking of children, one of the songs I sent you uh, is called Look for the Light, which I wrote for my son when he was at that age when he was striking out on his own and he in fact came to the University of Michigan. But I remember it was sort of heartbreaking and, you know, all those things, again, those things you deal with as a parent, hopefully you've done it right and they're ready to go on their own. And, and that song is from as, as Fly Upward, which I'm actually out of right now. I need to have more made up. But but that that's kind of a song that I think is a good uh, glad I'm your mom kind
0: of song. So from the early 1990s, Look for the Light by Kitty Donahoe.
2: There are roads that are taking you far from our door, turning, ever turning, for the house you were born in can hold you no more, still turning away. If the sound of the dance pulls you always farther and you're eager to go, then we've done our job well. Look for the light when you come back again. Look for the light at the end of the day. Look for the light when you come home again. We'll keep a light burning to show you the way. to get bruised. Still turning away. If you find that the world is hard and narrow and you need a good friend, you still have one in me. Look for the light when you come back again. Look for the light at the end of the day. Look for the light. When you come home again, we'll keep a light burning to show you the way. Wind in the night The words will scatter And only the laughter And love will remain Look for the light When you come back again Look for the light At the end of the day Look for the light When you come home again We'll keep a light burning To show you the way Look for the light When you come back again, look for the light at the end of the day. Look for the light when you come home again. We'll keep a light burning to show you the way.
0: Kitty Donahoe's song, Look for the Light. As she mentioned earlier, it's from As Sparks Fly Upward, which she released in 1992, I think. Do you still leave a a light in the window?
1: Well, I leave a light on just because I live alone and I I don't want to. I'm a little scared of the dark, but uh, yes, I do leave a light on. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) So your kids are spread out there, Mm -hmm. but something keeps you in Ann Arbor. What about Ann Arbor is home for you?
1: Well I've been here for I think about 15 years and I moved here right before 9-11 and my song Uh, There Are No Words um, which I didn't send you which I probably should have is my most well-known song and I wrote it literally on 9-11 and it kind of took a whole path of its own. It's on my website I'm singing it at the Pentagon in 2008 when they dedicated their memorial to the victims of 9-11 and at that time I was leaving East Lansing because I just kind of felt like I needed a new life and I you know had friends here so I came here and now it's just been home for quite a long time and there's just great people here and I have wonderful neighbors we have kind of our own little community I live in a it's an old uh, I want to say retro but it, it's actually an old condominium complex but they're just little townhouses and it's kind of scattered among about 65 acres of land and they are you know wood floors and plaster walls and all that older building integrity so it's a really It's a good place to live, and I have great neighbors, and it just feels like home to me.
0: Well, let's keep going for Song of the Soul. Next up is what song?
1: You know, I'm debating. I just realized a lot of what I sent you is kind of dark, so I think we're going to get the darkness over with. I think we should do Kid with a Gun. (laughs) I wrote uh, After Columbine, which has been like 19 years ago, and of course everybody was just reeling, and that was just the first of so many, many, many mass shootings. And One thing that I like about the song is that it opens with illin pipes, and illin pipes are Irish pipes. They're like bagpipes, but they're illin is the Irish word for elbow. And to pump the air into the chamber, you use your elbow rather than blowing it in like you would with Scottish bagpipes. So they have a really thin, reedy, almost dangerous kind of sound. And I and it was David Mosher's idea actually to put those on that song. I just think they absolutely started off perfectly. So uh, and they and they kind of thread their way throughout it all as well. So that's what i one of the things I like about the song
0: think it needs any more intro, except that Kitty Don Ho is regaling us with a rather dark song, Kid with a Gun.
2: He's a bit funny looking, he's a little too shy. the pretty girls laugh when he passes by, his hair's kind of weird, he's a tad too short, he'll never be a star on the basketball court, he's an okay student. He comes from good seed he's never been in trouble what more do you need he's somebody's baby somebody's son he's a kid with a problem he's a kid with a gun he told his friends what was going through his head that's a real good He's somebody's problem He's a kid with a gun messes with a guy like that. He's Clint Eastwood on your TV set. He'll make you a day you'll never forget. He's the voice of his people. He's a hero now. He thinks this will change the world somehow. He's somebody's baby, somebody's son. He's everybody's problem. He's a key
0: song that was written so many years ago it couldn't be more appropriate to what we're experiencing right now in the U.S. It's only magnified I mean I remember Columbine being such a uh, such a horror mm-hmm. that this could happen in the Michael Morris movie Bowling for Columbine that you know just exploring how could this happen mm-hmm. and it's so clear that we haven't found the answer yet no. No. and but I, I really like in the song Kitty that you touch on the fact that the killer is was a baby, is a kid, mm-hmm. it's not just a kid with a gun. It's it's This is a kid, and I think that we will never understand evil till we understand it happening in us. Mm-hmm. That's part of it. I think that's part of the way to the answer, the solution here and it's not just gun control and it's not just mental health it's it has something deep to do with who we are as people
1: mm-hmm. yeah and and for all these years that since columbine we, we're still trying to find that answer and after the florida shootings you know a number of the students the kids themselves stood up and said we've had enough and i think that was very powerful and very important that they did that But, you know, how do you find the roots of it? I mean, I think the awful thing is sometimes the parents don't have a clue that their child is going to, in fact, you know, go to school with a gun and kill people. Are there signs that they missed, or is it just all so secretive, or does that person even really know they're going to do it? I mean, I don't know how to answer those questions, but they certainly beg to be asked.
0: Well, and you ask them all in that song as well, Kitty. Let's keep going. I know that the hour is going to run out, and the music will not run out, because you've got six albums out there that people could go to com and track down. Again, the link's on org. But in the meantime, let's have some more of your music. Yeah, you
1: know, I think the next one should be Innishir, which is an instrumental, because I do write instrumentals as well as songs. And Innishir is one of the smallest of the three Aran Islands off the coast of Ireland. And the first time that I went to Ireland in 2000, I went over with friends, but they stayed in one town for the 10 days, and I went off on my own because I didn't want to waste you know, all my time in a pub. And I went to the island, just took a ferry over from Doolin, which is a sort of like the hotbed for trad music in Ireland. There's a couple of bars there and they have traditional music all the time but I took the ferry over and it was it's changed now. I, I actually lead a tour to Ireland every summer through Inish Free Irish Music Tours and these spots that we visit now that I was in in 2000 have changed dramatically. There's more and more people there. They've got parking lots and all this kind of thing but in at that point in time it was very simple. I mean you stood on the pier, you waited for the ferry to show up. There was a little you cool cool little trailer that, you know, you could buy tea and uh, something to eat, and they gave you the tea in a little ceramic mug, there, and you'd give it back when you caught on the ferry. I mean, very old world, very funky, and then you, you took the ferry across. But the island itself is just so beautiful, and it, it's an old fishing island that is still not as remote as it was, but at, at that point in time in particular, it was night, and I just started walking around by myself, and just, I could hear the waves, I could smell the sea, but it was Pitch black, absolutely pitch black. There, there were no streetlights or anything, and it was just so magical that I wanted to write a tune about it, so I, I wrote In a Shear, which I've since found. There are probably 20 other tunes with that same name because it's such an inspiring place, but that's kind of a sample, I guess, of Ray Rashid, um, melody writing.
0: In a Sheer," Kitty Donahoe. song by Kitty Donahoe, Inishir. It's from her 2001 release, This Road Tonight. You say, Kitty, that you know you do instrumentals. And in fact, I think melodies are popping in your head all the time, aren't mm-hmm. they? And beautiful song, definitely. I could just sit and reverberate with that. My visit to Ireland, I've just been once, was back in 2004. You mentioned you didn't want to spend all your time in pubs. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was particularly wonderful at that point for me was in Galway. We were there for a couple of days and we went to a pub and they had, instead of having a performing group, they had kind of a group of people who got up and jam. Mm-hmm. And then at intermission, they said, anybody want to share a ballad, you know, and or a song uh. and just have people stand up and doing it. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of us, I was with traveling Quaker folk dance group called the Friendly Folk Dancers one of the other people said we should get up and we should do Bill Staines river mm-hmm. That's a good ballot, and, and we, we did, and I think that the Irish were impressed mm-hmm. that these Americans could do something worth listening to. Well, you
1: know, one of the things that I've experienced in my going to Ireland is that here in the States, playing Irish music and sessions, you know, which are basically what you're talking about, where people sit around kind of informally, but and they bring their instruments and they play Irish tunes, there are different levels of sessions. Some of them are very simple. They're good for beginners some of them are pretty high level and if you don't know what you're doing you don't you don't show up and start banging away on the guitar but there's one in Ann Arbor at a place called Connor O'Neill's and it's a big Irish pub just two doors down from the Ark, actually on Main Street and every Sunday night they have a session and there are two different people that take turns leading it but that's a really good high level session but what I've discovered is a lot of the pretty esoteric tunes that they play I mean they're, they're like they're not going to be in your your session 101 songbook. I expected when I went to Ireland to hear even more unusual stuff and in fact most of the sessions that I went to were actually playing tunes that sort of the beginner session tunes here which was kind of an interesting thing in other words they're not as sophisticated or as spectacular as people think they're just good people who make music in their lives and a lot of them aren't professional that they're they're just they play music and they have a day job and you know that's just a part of the life there and so the fact that they would invite people to get up and share a song is perfectly very Irish and always very welcomed you know they, they love to have other people get up and do things
0: well, I think we have to be finishing up very shortly. So how okay. about one more song? Is that good, Kitty?
1: That is good. Mm-hmm. And I would say do what you love because that's, I mean, I wrote that quite quite some time ago, but I feel like it, it's kind of still what I try to live by. If you If you put yourself into what you love doing, it never gets old. You never want to stop. You never retire. You know, it's just, it is what you do. Is it
0: also true, Kitty, that making music is what you love? And did you ever have a different career option? Uh, maybe you were going to be a cook, or maybe you were going to be a secretary, or maybe you're going to be a teacher, or maybe you were going to be a CEO, but you passed them by well, for the call of, of the sittern
1: I've had I've had jobs, part time jobs, off and on for years. Mostly, well, just for the money, because I needed extra money. But it's also kind of a little bit of a safety net. Most of them have been in retail in some way, shape, or form. But I've been making up songs, writing songs, since before I even started school. I mean, it's just I can rhyme and I, I come up with melodies, and that's what a song basically is. So I just think that's what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, with my time, with my life.
0: So you've been on the path even when you had fuel stops along mm-hmm, the way.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs>
0: Well, what I love is your music, your voice. I'm just so fortunate to have stumbled onto you. And this is, you know, saving the best to last (laughs) is not normally what you do when you're interviewing the Yellow Room Gang. But here I am sitting with you. And, of course, as I said, the first song that you shared, Every Small Thing, is a really big thing in my heart. Oh, thank you. And I love it so much. So thank you so much for that. We're going to close out with your song, Do What You Love, but first I want to remind listeners about the listener survey that you'll find on org. Kitty Donahoe's site is kittydonahoe.com. Ho is H-O-E at the end there. The link's on org. There's such great music, all six albums that you can track down on her site, and eventually she'll have them all in stock. And so... Please remember to visit her. And Kitty, th- again, just thank you so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. Well, thank
1: you for finding me. I appreciate it very much.
0: So here we go with Do What You Love from This Road Tonight by Kitty Donhoe And we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul.
2: If you work on the road All day long in the burning sun It's a job that's got to be done And if you bake bread fill the belly and feed the soul it's an art of the heart it's a part of the whole do what you love love what you do and in the hard times the joy will see you through and in And if you lay store to build a church of laughter and tears, make it last 10,000 years. And if you teach, calling out through an open door, oh, don't hold back, reach out just a little bit more. Do what you love, love what you do, and in the hard times the joy will see you through. And in the end it will all come back to you If you do what you love, what you do Oh, what you do And if you sing Let your voice roll among the stars Move on out past the moon and Let the rhythm of the earth speak through your feet. Oh, listen to the thunder and the drum of the human being. Do what you love, love what you do. And in the hard times, the joy will see you through. And in the end, it will all come back to you. Love, love what you do And in the hard times the joy will see you through And in the end it will all come back to you If you do what you love, what you do If you do what you love, what you do